everyone, and welcome back to the Vulnerability Hangover Podcast. I am your host, Nikki, and this is Enzo, our emotional support pup. Can you guys believe it? This podcast has turned one years old today. We wouldn't have made it this far without you, our dedicated listeners. So I want to thank each and every one of you for being here with us and holding space. As you know, this year has been quite the doozy for Enzo and I, but the feedback I get from this podcast has helped me get through and inspires me to get motivated and come out with new episodes. I feel grateful to have a platform where I can be my audience's survival guide because that's what this podcast is all about. In honor of our one year, I've decided to give a one year unwrapped, in air quotes, inspired by one of our platforms, Spotify. You know how they do the Spotify wrapped at the end of the year? We're doing the same for the first year of podcasting. Let's take a look back at my one year in podcasting and review what I've learned, what I've gained, and what to expect for the next year. But first, we got to introduce the drink of the day and our affirmation, of course. Today, we are drinking Poppy. Duh, if you know me by now, it's one of my favorite drinks. This one is the strawberry lemon one. You can get these also at Costco in bulk. I believe there's three flavors. It's this one, the strawberry lemon, the orange one, and also I think the cherry lime, which is a really good one. Unfortunately, they don't have the raspberry or the watermelon. I'm a little bit disappointed. This will do for right now. Today's affirmation is, I am unafraid of what might go wrong. I am excited about what can go right. I chose this affirmation because in this last year, I'm not just podcasting, but also life. I made many mistakes, but ultimately they've led me down a greater path. I am grateful for those lessons that I've learned, even if I have to be retaught a lesson or two occasionally. Ultimately, these situations and circumstances have served me. Reflecting on my last year of podcasting, I spent this past week listening to each episode I have put out this year, and it feels almost like I've lived a completely different life. I have said things that I no longer agree with and expanded my knowledge. Let's start unwrapping each episode, shall we? I'm going to give a trigger warning before I jump in and let you know that there will be talks of mental health-related situations, eating disorders, sexual assault, and trauma, so viewer discretion is advised. In episode one, I talk about relationships. This episode was post-breakup. I had gotten out of one of my shortest relationships, if you could even call it that, (laughs) with someone I thought would be around longer than they were. It was all just an illusion. The lies I uncovered after that breakup were the ultimate lesson of the year and set the foundation for my viewpoint on relationships going forward. I will not go into too much detail about this person's personal life because it is not my place, but I will give you a little background on this so-called relationship that I had with this person. He was close to my age, he lived in a different state, so we were long distance. I had met him when I was in an on-and-off relationship and when I was working as a bikini barista. He and I hit it off, but we never went anywhere since I kept returning to that other partner. Three plus years later, we ended up talking again. He had just gotten out of a relationship and unfortunately was in recovery for addiction. Knowing what I know now, I should have used my better judgment before entering that relationship. Someone who is in recovery is very fragile, and it is easy to be a trigger for that person. I was also not in a position to be at a relationship at that point. 
But still, I was so used to having someone in my life because before this relationship, I had gotten out of another very serious relationship. I was extremely codependent. This made me instantly attached to him and quickly jump into things. And by quick, I mean this relationship went from talking again to being committed to breaking up all within a span of one month. So very quickly. I got very sick with an infection at this time, which just added to the stress and made me realize how much this person genuinely did not give a shit about me. At this point in my life, I am still healing from intimate relationships. I am still figuring out my sexuality. I'm dating around and learning more about boundaries. Emphasis on boundaries. At the beginning of that episode, I talk about how quickly, whether or not I know I want to be with someone. Yes, that is true. But I also know now that it takes time to get to know someone, and sometimes it takes getting into a relationship with them. Romance is fundamental for me. It is a non-negotiable, especially right now. Romance goes hand in hand with chivalry, and with chivalry comes intimacy. I'm putting my needs first, which helps me build a foundation to better my relationships. If I don't have a fantastic relationship with myself, how will I have a fantastic relationship with another person? After all, you teach others how to treat you. Everything is a work in progress, and sometimes it can be extremely messy, but I allow myself the space to make changes where needed. So we're going to pause on the relationship talk right now. I know you guys are probably tired of hearing it. Or if you're not, we're going to still lighten the mood up and talk a little bit about a funnier episode that I had, and that was my experience being a bikini barista. That was episode two. As you heard in my catching up episode, the one that I recently put out, I briefly mentioned that I returned to being a bikini barista for a short period of time. And that is true. Now, not that I feel the need to explain myself for what I do in my life, but for the sake of this podcast, I do feel slightly obligated to talk more about why I got back into the industry in the first place. I have always been on the OnlyFans platform, so I have been doing content in the sex work industry for a while now. The money that I have made has helped my real estate career, my marketing business, and build out this platform, amongst other things. That being said, so has being a bikini barista. Times are hard, man, and I'll be the first to admit it. I'm addicted to fast money. I'm ambitious and I'm not afraid to do what I need to make money and to go where I need to go. I started working again to help pay off my debt I put myself for my business. I would say this is a healthy debt because it is also investing in myself, but I am still working on building a better financial, healthy financial picture for myself. And I was good at being a bikini barista, and I felt like going back into the industry at 25 years old, I could mentally return to the job with a different mind frame. But unfortunately, that was short-lived. I love the customers that I have met, but the drama that comes with the job, waking up early and working for people who can't pay their employees on time is not for me. I outgrew that job quickly, and I do not see myself going back to that job. I know I said this the last time, but I am for real this time, okay? That job did land me a real estate client, though, which was nice. And hey, if I needed to show off my body that I am proud of for a little bit of money, who's to tell me what to do? But here I am explaining myself once again. Moving on to the bonus episode, which was my 2022 recap. I don't think that one needs another recap because at this point, I'd just be sounding like a broken record. But stay tuned for my 2023 recap. 
it's quite the episode, I will say that. Now back to the vulnerable stuff. In episode 3, I confess my struggle with having an eating disorder. I still fully agree with my mindset with this episode. The only thing I think has changed is my realization that I probably will always struggle with my relationship with food. My relationship with my body, however, has blossomed into something beautiful. I sat and loved on myself a lot this year as my body continues to change and I have thanked my beautiful vessel for serving its purpose. As I get older, the more I accept myself for who I am. Looks change as years go by and I know that the natural beauty is what is inside of me. It is easy to say you are doing the work, but I have done the work a lot this year, especially all that I have gone through with my breast augmentation and now having to have corrective surgery to repair my pectoral muscles. When all that had gone down, I did not want to wear anything that exposed my chest area, and I wouldn't want to take my shirt off during sex with my partners. But you know what? Fuck it. My body has gone through enough. She deserves to be honored because she is sacred to me. Also, she doesn't look as bad as I made her seem, and my partners have said the same. (laughs) On a lighter note, which ties into everything, is my episode four, my spiritual journey. This journey I will continue to be on forever, even after my body expires. Now, I will admit there were days where I thought it was time for me to conform to religion because I stopped believing in myself. But you know me, I refuse to conform to just about everything. With many things that went on with me this year, I allowed doubt of others to affect how I thought about my spirituality. The thing is, spirituality is different for everyone. There are so many ways that I can expand my knowledge and will continue down the path of enlightenment, and I hope to take you along with me. Without darkness, there can be no light. Episode 5 was one of the hardest ones I've recorded thus far. I realize now that in the moment of recording, I was continuing to process the trauma of terminating my pregnancy. You all watched and heard in real time. I wouldn't say I fully moved on, because grief has its way of showing itself in moments you are not always prepared for, but I have accepted my fate with the entire situation. I know now that that decision was right for me, and why would I want to force something that was not meant to be? I was not ready to be a mother, and I'm not prepared to be one right now, but I know that if I decide one day, I will be glad it will happen with the right person, and I will love my child or children on a deeper level because of what I've been through. I believe children are one of the most significant commitments that you can make. You can get a divorce, you can leave a marriage, but you cannot leave a child when you decide to give up your parental rights. I mean, I guess you can, but morally, I just disagree with it. Human life is so fragile, especially children, and I feel like that is often overlooked. If I were to go through with that pregnancy, I know I wouldn't be giving that child a life And that is the sad reality that I had to accept after the termination. Episode 6, Healing in My Friendships. This episode is probably one of my least favorite episodes because I just kind of glossed over many of the lessons that I've learned in the companies of other people and how deeply hurtful things can be when they end. I believe that friendship breakups for me are more heartbreaking sometimes than with intimate partners. Although I don't regret that episode because I was still learning and I think that there is still a lot to learn. 
I noticed the severe importance of surrounding yourself with the right people. I will take accountability because I do not always have the best track record for picking people. I think that can show in not only my friendships, but also with my intimate relationships as well. But when I was in a relationship, I had little to no friends for the past four years. So building up the courage to put myself out there and make friends was a huge struggle for me. It's hard being an adult and making friends. I allowed just about anyone in my space because I wanted to have friends. That I know now is not the right thing. Quality over quantity. I recently had a huge falling out and learned a lot from it. Some people are not your friends for the right reasons. The true colors show when you go through difficult events and even more when you set boundaries. I have learned a lot about boundary setting in every form of relationship and how to properly do it without becoming hostile. But you can't always control the outcome or how other people will behave. I'm staying true to myself and I will no longer tolerate unhealthy relationships of any kind. And if all we have in common is disliking someone or something, we don't have enough to build off of. I'll leave it at that. But another thing I have learned is to be more careful with who you share things with. Abusive people like to weaponize your most deep parts of yourself just to make themselves feel like they have power over you. And yes, abusive people can be friends as well. The right people deserve to get deep with you. Remember, people will always tell on themselves when you get to know them. Listen closely and do not ignore those red flags. Now moving on to episode 7, my mental health journey. Also another journey I will continue to go on for the rest of my life. I will be honest, I don't always feel 100%, and sometimes my anxiety can get the best of me. But I am grateful now to have the tools in my toolbox to whip out when I need them. A lot of these tools I've gained from listening to my body. Am I feeling burnt out? Am I allowing myself the time to process these emotions? Am I doing what's best for my spirit? Ultimately, I know what's best for me and how to keep myself going. I'm getting better about not allowing my bad days to get the best of me, but also allowing myself the space and time to process. A significant process I had to go through was the process of grief. I saw this quote the other day that said, Where there is grief, there is also love, because without love, you cannot grieve. And that helped to make the process of grief a lot less heavy. I have always said that love is our strongest healer, and through grief, I've allowed myself to feel love the whole way through. This is my third summer grieving. I have received the gift of grief once again. It is a gift to me because it is a pause and a time to reflect, whether it be on people, the time that I have lost, or the memories that we have shared with them. Each period has been different and for different reasons. Each stage never feels the same, but I honor each step. This time around was with my dog, the summer before that was a relationship, and then the summer before that was terminating my pregnancy. Unfortunately, July of this year, my family dog had to be put down. He lived a beautiful 17-plus-year-long life, and I'm incredibly grateful that we got to be there with him through his last breath. Rest in peace, Cooper. I know that he is with us, and I'm grateful to have Enzo here and ease the heaviness of grief. This time around, I can reflect on how I show up in the world. I desire to be more present in every moment by craving and giving more love, whether it be through affection, 
words or actions, I never want those around me to forget how much I love and care about them. Grief reminds us that nothing is yours, and you cannot control the outcome no matter how hard you try. I've always had a hard time wanting to influence the outcome of various things, but I'm at peace knowing that, in this circumstance, it was the best decision. This is the perfect segue to the eighth episode, my inner child healing and learning to reparent myself. Now, this is a practice I lean into when my mental health starts to decline. I think of how I can treat myself better for the little version of me. Each time I allow myself to receive love, set boundaries, and enjoy play, I know that I'm healing little Nikki. I want to explore those more deep parts of me this year. And by the way, I do know that I have mentioned this a couple of times, but I have an inner child Spotify playlist that you can listen to, and it's just a bunch of old songs and things that I would listen to when I was younger. And I add a new song every once in a while, and it just makes me happy. So happy to share that with you guys. All that information is linked in my bio. Music was a huge way that I learned how to express myself as a child, and I embrace that now, especially in my adult life. More of that to come. On to episode 9, Surviving an Abusive Relationship at 16. There's not much to say about that episode in present day, but listening back to that episode, I realized it had made me stronger and to not accept dirtbags in the future. I know exactly what partner I want to be with in the future, and it will not be someone who will hurt me in those ways, especially on purpose. I've learned a lot from the people that I have dated, and I wish them well. Now, the last solo episode and the one that I kept hidden from a lot of people in my life for so long was my sexual abuse story, episode 10. I hate that I called it a story. I feel like it takes my power away, like I'm just telling you something for entertainment. But this situation changed almost every fiber of my being, and still does to this day. I'm happy to say that now I have a better relationship with sex. This is thanks to therapy physical therapy, and having safe partners. Emphasis on the safe partners. Now, I'm not saying this is entirely my fault, but I do take accountability for allowing that partner in my space, and I'm continuing to take my power back by speaking out about what happened to me and sharing space for those who have experienced a similar fate. The remainder of my episodes were guest episodes and the one about my one-year post-breakup. I don't want to give that relationship any more airtime until I'm ready to discuss more. Not only did I have solo episodes, but I also got the amazing opportunity to interview guests who graciously shared their vulnerability for all of you to hear. I'm incredibly grateful for everyone who has come on my podcast and will continue to bring my audience, you listeners, a variety of people that you can learn and relate to as well. I plan to continue exploring the power and importance of vulnerability with all of you, no matter what vulnerability may look like. Thank you so much for holding space this past year. It means so much to me. I cannot wait to see where the next year takes us. So happy first birthday to the Vulnerability Hangover podcast. And thank you all so, so much for listening and coming along this amazing journey with me. Now I'm going to do my end of the podcast spiel. You already know the drill. Please make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. It greatly helps us reach a broader audience in those who are like-minded. So thank you so much again for being here. I appreciate each and every one of you. And thank you once again for holding space. All right, let's end this episode here. Okay, love you.